All right, folks, thank you for joining me. Today's date, 11-15-2022. I appreciate all of you guys so much in this community for riding through this storm with me as we prepare, as we work every single day to take advantage of this opportunity. We call it the greatest transfer of wealth in world history. I am your host, Zach Rector. I appreciate everyone so much for joining me here on this platform, where hopefully we're going to be able to have a successful stream here tonight. We're going to call this session Crypto Chaos Primes Masses for the Digital Dollar. And we're going to be talking about how this was all uh, right on time, right uh, when all of the politicians needed something to come about here, as they already got bills in the works to pass cryptocurrency regulations to settle up the Ripple versus SEC lawsuit. And this is a fantastic situation for those of us that have been completely prepared for this moment. We, we've been completely dialed in, completely over the target. They cannot fool us. They cannot distract us and they will not stop us. We continue to press forward. May God be with us. And let's get right on into it. I appreciate all of you guys for joining me and quick major, major announcement, folks. Waters above crypto coming through tomorrow, dropping a little bit of the secret sauce for you guys. 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time tomorrow. Wednesday is uh, the day. That's going to be 11 16, November 16th, 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. That's tomorrow. Set your alarm clocks. Uh, for those of you on the East Coast, it'll be noon your time. Okay. And we're really excited to have Waters Above on. It's going to be a lot of fun talking about all of the secret sauce, breaking down the code, and creating generational wealth in the process. I'm so excited to have him on. And uh, most definitely, you guys are going to want to check that one out. Okay? So that's going to be tomorrow. Let's get straight on into it. Appreciate all of you guys. Okay? Here we go. Let's get it started. And we have the world actor taking the stage, Mr. Trump tonight. Trump files forms to run for president of the United States in 2024. Now, I want to make a quick point, guys. Remember, let's be clear. Trump, he's not my savior. Trump didn't start my business. He's not telling me how to invest, how to navigate this recession. Now, I have read some of his work. I do listen to what he says. I am watching him and the moves that he's making on the world stage. And I'm sitting back and I'm enjoying the show. And I make sure that every single day, no matter who's elected as our quote-unquote president, who's our quote-unquote representative, whoever they, that, that may be is not going to change my situation. I am going to make sure that I will win. I will bring success for my family. We will prepare. We do define this as a recession, but we're not going to be participating in it. We're going to be actually creating generational wealth during it. We're going to be ready to swoop all these deals as they come about, and we'll be able to ride whatever storm they send our way. May God be with us. Now, for those of you guys, uh, we've been talking about this. He's not going away. He's going to be coming back, in my opinion. That's just my opinion. Sure enough, here he goes. He files for it, and there's nothing that's going to stop him from coming back. And he's not my savior. I, I, I don't even want to say that I trust the guy 100%. Do I like what he says sometimes? Yes. Do I not like some of the things he says? Yes. As I said, Trump didn't start my business. He didn't come up with my investment thesis. I've watched what Trump's done with his businesses. I've watched where he's had failures, where he's had successes. And that's what you do. As a real player, I don't, I don't just sit back in the stands and watch the show. We say enjoy the show because we understand the world stage. We understand all these events that are playing out here. But we don't just sit back and enjoy the show. We take action every single day, massive action. So I just wanted to clarify that for everyone because people get confused thinking that I just sit every night and pray that Daddy Trump's going to save me and make my life better. That is not the case. He's just one actor in, in this battle uh, over our reality. 
and I'm excited to talk and chop it up with Waters Above tomorrow. We're going to get into it because I, I, I want to get his thoughts on some things that he doesn't f touch on too frequently, or at least I haven't heard them. And, I, you know, I think that it's going to be a fun conversation. But for me, where I've stood always is, I, I, you know, I like libertarian ideals. I like government out of my way. I like I think free market capitalism works. If we allow entrepreneurs to solve problems for humanity, we can move forward. That's my general thesis on our planet and our reality and how humans should interact with one another and some of these guys make me feel better about our country some of these guys make me feel like we've lost what we had our opportunity that made us kind of special we had a we had a vibe going on that i thought was good um does everyone win in that no 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 you weren't guaranteed success you were uh, guaranteed uh the, the ability to at least participate right uh, the Declaration of Independence gives you that chance, that opportunity, but it doesn't guarantee you any success, okay? And people need to get back to that. That's what's so wrong with my generation specifically, and so many people these days is they're just waiting for someone else to save them, someone else to send them a check, someone else to solve their problems, someone else that we want to talk about and BS all day to blame our situation on. Wh who can we blame? We have no accountability, we're not taking responsibility, and from the top uh, from the top down to the very bottom our country's in a record amount of debt and i'm going to show you guys later in this episode the record amount of household debt that's being acquired right now now that is not taking the action that we uh is part of our program right now uh, unless you're locking in good debt on cash flowing deals that's fantastic okay but I just wanted to clarify where I stand because people get confused. People leave comments. Trump triggers everyone, whether you like him, whether you hate him. I'm just here to say he's not going to start the business for you. He's not going to start the side hustle for you. He's not going to get it done for you. Okay. He might make you feel good about this country. He might offend you. Either way, it's up to you to take, to take accountability for your actions, for your situation and your circumstances. Okay. Now, let's continue on. Brian Armstrong, Twitter has broken just about every piece of this FTX story using blockchain analytics while the New York Times is writing puff pieces on a criminal. Feels like a turning point for citizen journalism and loss of trust in the mainstream media. This is the good part, and this is what I love to see, is us firing back, us exposing all of this. They cannot slide this bias. We have too many eyes on it, too many people doing the research. Crypto Kratos, I appreciate, appreciate that super chat. Exchange uh, rate peg. Yes, XRP, the exchange rate peg. Few will listen. Prop Zach for preaching Godspeed in the coming storm that just started with the dawn of something new after. I appreciate that super chat and your thoughts, Crypto Kratos. Thank you. Now, uh, this is Brian Armstrong from Coinbase. And now some people think that he's with us. Some people think he's against us. I'm going to get into talking about how these exchanges are going to be uh, getting tightened up. They're going to be brought into compliance. They're going to be brought into the new regulations. Brian Armstrong, one of the actors that has always been working with government, always been working with uh, inside the centralized system. So I do believe that Coinbase is going to be one that does make it through uh, one of the chosen on-ramp off-ramps for this space. But we have, they are dropping like flies today. It is BlockFi announces they are preparing for bankruptcy. How is Pomp doing? Anthony Pompliano. How's Jim Cramer doing? As I'm about to show you guys right here, Jim Cramer blames Pompliano for getting them into BlockFi. How is your guys' program working out? Uh, thoughts and prayers for these guys, or do you guys not care? Let me know in the comments down below. For me, um, I'm just going to hold my comments on these guys, and we're just going to let continue to let it play out. But their program, uh, just being exposed, falling apart, BlockFi, 
Yeah. And as Robert Kiyosaki says right here, check this out. He says, WTF, FTX largest donator to Democrats for midterms, Kevin O'Leary and Jim Cramer raved about Sam Bankman-Fried calling him the Warren Buffett of crypto. SBF more like the Bernie Madoff of crypto. How much more corrupt can Silicon Valley and Holly Weird become? I'm not going to finish off the rest of his statement, but you guys already know the deal. Okay, so this is going. They cannot stop this truth from reaching the masses. This has been flipped completely upside down. Joseph Bankman, the father of SBF, helped Elizabeth Warren draft her tax legislation in 2016. Now today, the White House requesting another $37.7 in new Ukraine funding. Ben, BitBoy Crypto says, you guys understand what you are watching right now? You think this is a coincidence that suddenly we are sending Ukraine $40 billion in aid? I, I don't even know what the total tally is right now, how, how much we've sent total, but it's got to be approaching nearly, uh, it's well over 50. It's got to be approaching $100 billion. If this If they get this through, I'm sure we'll be close to $100 billion. It's time to make that $200 million in missing crypto donations, laundered money disappear. Thank God we are able to tweet truth without fear. Now, I hope that I can send out this broadcast and cover this portion of this. Um, we're seeing BitBoy Crypto is going to be covering it tomorrow. We're seeing the conversation is going to be had. I saw Fox is covering it, Fox News, Fox Business. Um, you're, you're seeing some of the other outlets not touching it, as always, skirting, keeping you guys distracted. The talk of the town will be Trump today. You know, uh, all eyes on the big bad orange man. We don't talk about corruption. We won't talk about actually fixing what's wrong in our country. And what a funny coincidence. I was thinking, I, I'm going to start a file. It's going to be the funny coincidence folder. Because people, you know, want to call it a conspiracy. They want to think that we're just sitting up here dreaming up these theories of these connections, these backroom deals and attacks on the righteous actors within the space. And then it all comes out now with this exchange going completely bust. Uh, Sam Bankman freed and the operation that he was running. We're going to just speak on it vaguely tonight. But you guys know the deal. The Kobesi letter just in total household debt jumped by 351 billion last quarter, the largest quarterly increase since 2007. This puts total household debt at a record 16.5 trillion. Mortgage balances are up a record 1 trillion this year and credit card debt is up 15%. What could go wrong? Folks, this is where we've been talking about getting out of debt bringing in more cash flow right now. So many people racking up mortgage balances are up a record 1 trillion this year and credit card debt up 15% record amount of credit card growth over the last couple quarters as well. Total household debt jumped by 351 billion largest quarterly increase. And this number is insane. $16.5 trillion of household debt on top of $30 trillion of debt for our government on top of the $100 trillion plus unfunded liabilities on the government's balance sheet as well. On top of all these data points, and they still don't want to call it or define it as a recession. That is setting up the masses for failure. That is setting up the masses to be riddled, uh, uh, ridden with debt, bird, uh, so much burdensome debt, so much bad debt, right? Uh, with massive layoffs getting announced, massive layoffs by some of the biggest companies in the space, priming us 
for a recession, a depression, for people to lose everything so that they are willing to accept the solution that we're gonna be covering and talking about here at the end of this show. Now, next piece here, this is real estate for you guys, Nick Gurley. Reminder, even with the recent decline in home prices, America is still in the largest housing bubble ever. A 40% decline in real prices needs to get back to long-term trend. Prices today, excuse me, prices today are still higher than previous peak in 2006 bubble. More pain is coming. So this is the inflation adjusted home prices still has a long ways to go before we are back to the levels that we were back just in, in 2006, back during the great financial crisis. Okay. So another 40% decline in real prices needed uh, for real estate. And, and we're going to see, we, we are expecting a major correction to take place next year. And you're already seeing it underway in the real estate market as well. Just the numbers that are coming out uh, within the past couple months, it's, it's starting to break. And we're going to continue to watch that. Now I mentioned mass layoffs. We're talking about Amazon announcing 10,000 employees starting this week as we go into the prime season. This is the holiday season where they're supposed to be ramping up on top of the layoffs that we're, we're seeing announced at FedEx. When they're going into a, a massive, massive season, this is not good. This is a sign of what is to come. And as I'm saying here, they are preparing the masses for complete failure by lying to them about the data, by, by giving them the CPI data. Oh, the situation's getting better. The CPI is not 8% this month. You know, it's 7.5%. And, and we've been breaking down how that's a lie. All of the government data is a lie. You look deeper at the real numbers, you starting to see the headlines. The headlines are finally starting to catch up with the data points that we've been covering and that have been giving us the insight to predict that the recession was gonna get worse, that the situation was going to get worse, that the market hadn't bottomed out. Now, let's get into this crypto chaos that's gonna usher in this digital dollar is the title of tonight's episode from Genie. What if the purge was never about the coins for the useless ones will inevitably die, but rather the purge of exchanges so that in a not so distant future, there won't be anywhere left to buy crypto, ruling out 99% of the population who are not already invested in it. And this is why I don't wait, especially to get my XRP, because we don't know what they're gonna define it as. They regulate it as some sort of hybrid security, some sort of new security deal. Uh, basically the exchanges have already delisted it. So we already don't have great access to get it. And the main battle that's underway right now that this FTX blow up is going to usher in is them taking control of the on-ramps and off-ramps and custody. They want to custody the assets. They want them held in their banks, in, in, in their, in their schemes, in their DeFi. See, they're going to bring their own DeFi. As I'm about to show you what, uh, what was it JP Morgan just had to say here about um, what JP Morgan just had to say here, right here. Check this out, folks. This is unbelievable. While the news of the collapse of FTX is empowering crypto skeptics, we would point out that all of the recent collapses in the crypto ecosystem have been from centralized players and not from decentralized protocols. So JP Morgan right here right? Not buying the FUD, not buying the fear. They're telling you they're leaning into cryptocurrency and decentralized protocols, or so they say. Now, coming from someone who's been already proven in court to be rigging the precious metals market on top of many other markets as well, the derivative scheme and casino that all of these uh, hedge funds and these big banks have been running the show on for a long time. 
JP Morgan, a player that's been embedded for well over a century now. But what we see here, folks, is they are coming after the on-ramps and the off-ramps, which is gonna be your exchanges, your ability to buy the assets, and then they want custody. As it's just been seen here, Santander, Bank of Santander in UK is now going to limit the amount of money that those people can uh, send to exchanges on a like a weekly or a monthly basis. They're gonna limit how much you can send to the exchanges. Now, once again, with XRP, we're already in this stage lawsuit. You already don't have the ability to buy XRP on most exchanges. And then you see some of the other utility cryptocurrencies that we like are actually kind of difficult to get as well. So this is what's been done all by design while they're working and running pilots on the back end for years now, right? They allowed this whole thing to blow up. Now, did they plan it out to be Sam Bankman free? Did they plan it out to be that date and how staged was it? Um, that's neither here nor there. What matters is that it was inevitable that it was going to go bust. It was inevitable that Tether cannot be the stable coin that's going to run the cryptocurrency market. In every video I make about Tether, I get these bots. I, I can't believe that they're real people because they come under and they say the most like generic comments about Tether being proven in this space for years. And there's no way that Tether could go down because it's one of the most safe uh, stable coins in the space. And I'm like, there's no way these people are real. The, the firm that we've never gotten an audit from, and it's already been settling up in court, and it's still being investigated by the DOJ, ongoing. And all these bots commenting that it's the most safe stablecoin. I'm like, what are you talking about? But what they're coming after is the on-ramps, the off-ramps, the custodian. They want to be the custodians of these assets. And then they're going to come after the stablecoins too. That's the final part. And that is what we see them piloting just announced today. Check it out. We got MasterCard, Wells Fargo, Citigroup, and others launch a 12-week experimental digital dollar pilot with the New York Fed. So the West, we've been waiting on the West to get it together. We have the Digital Pound Foundation over there in England, Digital Euro Association, coming late to the party, running their pilots, got their foundation. Ripple's a partner with all of them, by the way. And then we also see some interesting connections. I was coming through trying to put my show together right before I got on here. And I got some very, very interesting connections with MasterCard, Wells Fargo, Citigroup, and Ripple. Of course, Ripple's obviously sitting at the table with anyone that matters in the financial world. It's truly unbelievable. Now, folks, Tony Valentino. Is he real? Is he not? I don't care who he is. I listen to everything this guy says. And this is the perfect way. This is the perfect systemic solution to global challenges. What are green swans? He shares this and he says, XRP is the green swan. Let me read this off for you. According to his book, I don't know what book this is, but it must be some book about green swans. According to his book, green swans are, quote, solutions that take us exponentially toward breakthrough or systemic solutions to global challenges, solutions that tap into positive exponentials. They deliver exponential progress in the form of economic, social, and environmental wealth creation. As Elkington adds, too often, black swans take you exponentially where you don't want to go, whereas green swans take you exponentially where you do want to go. And what have we been saying here? 
We would say we have major, major black swan events, multiple scenarios that could be playing out here. But also, as we broke down the FTX saga and we talked about how all of these Bitcoin maxis and Ethereum, Ethereum maxis in full meltdown panic mode, making statements from CZ Binance that the space just went back five years. And we're here making the case that no, maybe you guys are. We're not at your party. We're not at your table. We're not doing deals with you. We're actually moving uh, forward years ahead into a quantum financial system, making the XRP ledger quantum resistant while we partner up with every bank and institution that matters in the whole world. XRP is the green swan, a systemic solution, positive exponentials moving us forward economic, social, and environmental wealth creation. Checks all of the boxes. Now, let's get an update here on Stellar. 350 million people in Africa don't have access to bank accounts and only 20% of families have formal bank accounts. Fawn Bank, I've never heard of this institution before. Uh, Stellar always working with some of these smaller outfits. Fawn Bank provides a real-world solution to this problem by turning 8 billion active prepaid SIM cards globally into virtual debit cards with Stellar. Once users load prepaid airtime credits onto Fawn Bank wallets, those credits are on-ramped onto the Stellar network, digitized into tokens named MIN, which can then be turned into the USDC coin. Uh, USD coin, USDC. I think this is an opportunity for solutions like ours in combination with Stellar to make a big difference and help the next 2 billion humans join the digital financial world, says the CEO of Fawn Bank. This is absolutely major. Once again, Stellar always looking uh, at the underbanked. And right here, you've got 2 billion people. Uh, what is this? 350 million people in Africa, right? And you got, what, what did they say here? 8 billion active prepaid SIM cards. So basically turning every single phone right there into a virtual debit card. And they're, they're going to be targeting the areas right there that don't have banks, right? But they do have phones. And that's going to be 350 million unbanked, don't have access to any banks. Um, and only 20% of families have formal bank accounts in Africa. Major, major use case, major, major solution um, and Stellar, obviously, uh, working behind the scenes here, and they just come out with this slick little announcement. But then here we go. We got Ripple, the big brother, following them up. I love how this happens. We're thrilled to announce that our on-demand liquidity solution is expanding via our partnership with MFS Africa. Discover Africa's largest mobile payment gateway where the only currency that matters is access. Okay, so we have Ripple coming into the region as well with their first on-demand liquidity solution in the region. And they say that Africa holds 70% of the world's 1 trillion mobile money value. And ODL will further enhance digital payment rails across the continent. So right there, you got 1 trillion in mobile money value. So split it up however you want. Right? Is Stellar going to get 25% of that? Ripple is going to get 10% of that? Is they going to get 50-50? You know, throw in some of the other projects there too. They might get a cut, right? Um, there's going to be other solutions. But right there, just that simple use case, 1 trillion mobile money value right there in Africa. And that's 70% of the whole world's mobile money value is, is in Africa. And we love to see both groups working to bring solutions over there. 
uh, that is important. And the other key thing to note, and this is why I think that Stellar is has been chosen. It's a chosen entity, Jen McCaleb, a, a chosen and groomed um, fellow to come bring these solutions. And what does the Stellar solution do? It's that partnership with Circle and USDC where they're going to be providing liquidity to that through the USDC coin, right? And this is where we look at that USD coin being probably maybe the first private coin that's going to pass regulations in the United States as well. So USDC going to be the first stable coin to actually show that they have the reserves, show that they can actually get deals done and be responsible with their stable coin, meet all the regulations. And then you have XRP that's going to be the first virtual currency through the door. I don't know what they're going to do with Stellar. I mean, the whole securities issues surrounding Stellar, I will cover when I do drop my Stellar deep dive. Um, but I, I highly doubt that they're going to go back on Jen McCaleb and that group. Um, they're ones that are working very closely with the government. They are at the right tables, doing the right deals, shaking the right hands. And so I'm not expecting Stellar to be um, to have the SEC go after the Stellar in the, in the way that they did go after Ripple. But nonetheless, what a funny uh, coincidence here. We got both Stellar and Ripple firing up the corridors over there in Africa. And this is major. I mean, I love to see this type of solution, bringing on billions of people online with internet and then bringing them on with uh, payment solutions as well. So powerful. This is what the world needs. Ripple and Stellar getting it done. Now, we have Ripple here once again. Crypto solutions present a dynamic opportunity for financial and commercial actors in the UK, but proper regulation is key to realizing this. Read our policy paper from directors S.S. Friedman, that's Susan Friedman, and Andrew Whitworth on how the UK can become a crypto hub. Now, remember what Liz Truss was saying. Remember here what uh, Sunak is saying right now. They both, everyone wants to make the UK a crypto hub. Now we have Ripple using the exact same language, right? Being on the Digital Pound Foundation, talking about how the UK can become a crypto hub. And also we go back a few years ago when they announced to us that, oh, by the way, we can help any central bank launch their CBDC in one day. If you guys are looking for a solution, Ripple over here, we can give you your CBDC in one day if you'd like. Let's do the deal. Here's the contract, right? And this is what we love to see. This is what we love to see. And then further, right on time, right on cue, we have, uh, what do we have here? Ripple Swell Conference getting started tomorrow. Major, major speakers and players taking the stage. But we see Jorn Lambert from MasterCard going to be one of the major, major keynote speakers at this event. Now, if we go back, we see here that we have MasterCard is going to be launching that 12-week experimental digital dollar pilot. Oh, gee, that's funny. So then I just go down the list here. Wells Fargo. Remember back in August when Wells Fargo mentioned XRP as a digital currency in their report? Scroll on down, you see this right here? They mentioned stable coins, store of value, which clearly uh, defines store of value, but they, they put Bitcoin in there. They put the exchange tokens, utility tokens, like Filecoin and Link. And then they got smart contracts. And then they got digital currencies where they include XRP, Litecoin, and Bitcoin Cash. So Wells Fargo, eyes on the target, eyes on the prize with XRP. And then we also, I go down the list to Citibank. 
And then once again, we see another partnership. Citibank extends partnership with Ripple-powered Volante's Volpay. So in an extended, uh, you know, second cousin relationship, I guess, Ripple's powered Volante, right, uh, working with Citibank. And then if I go back here, so you got all of them, MasterCard, Wells Fargo, Citigroup, and then they don't list the other entities as well, but we can probably assume that Ripple's probably sat at the table with those groups as well. But just in those three, right? You see the connections. Every single corner you peek your head around in this new financial world that's being built out, Ripple's been at the table. Ripple's doing the deals. Oh, MasterCard piloting that digital dollar with the Fed, New York Fed. And then we have the MasterCard CEO taking stage with uh, Brad Gollinghouse and team at the Ripple Swell Conference. Perfect timing, guys. And as I'm saying, this is a blessing for XRP holders, utility holders, those who are not invested in the BS, not invested in the Ponzi's. We understood what was going to happen. We took our cryptocurrency assets and got them the hell off of these exchanges. We're not over leveraged. We're building real businesses. We got cash on the sidelines to buy the dip in every single asset class that we got our eyes on. And that is a blessing for us. It is sad. My sympathy goes out to the regular holders, the clients on, uh, you know, Sam Bankman-Fried's Ponzi scheme, FTX, that are going to lose their funds. That are not going to get their money back. My sympathy goes out to them. I have no sympathy for the rest of the maxis, for the rest of the actors, the rest of the shills, the rest of the people that, hey, you know, even if they're good guys, your program hasn't worked. I'm sorry. I can't invest in that. I can't get behind that. It's not going to move humanity forward like I'm seeing Stellar, like I'm seeing Ripple, like I'm seeing these other entities do. USDC and Circle, another actor that's working within the government's regulations, working alongside getting real deals done. That's what we've invested in, right? Also, I forgot to mention, um, I had another silver report that I wanted to share with you guys, but I didn't have, uh, I, I forgot to bring it up. But as I've been saying lately, if you guys are looking to make a move with your 401k retirement account, please uh, consider my partners at my website or the link on down below, the Precious Metals link. They will help you roll over your 401k retirement account to Precious Metals if you're looking to do so. So I just wanted to mention that, but heads up, I got some more news on silver in the next update, which will be Thursday at 6.30 Pacific Standard Time. Now, quick update. Remember, tomorrow is going to be the interview with Waters Above Crypto. Definitely looking forward to that. Now, I wanted to wrap up this session by giving you guys a little bit of technical analysis. Let's take a quick look at the charts. Thank you so much for joining me. Okay, so here we are. We're on the Bitcoin chart, zoomed out for hour. And as you can see, Hope you had fun playing through the pump, the new moon pump that took place right there at the end of October. That was fantastic. The market here pumped. What was that? That was about a, uh, oh no, we got to go all the way up there. That was about a 15% pump, right? That was awesome. That was fun. We called the fake bull trap rally and we shorted the hell out of that thing. And now we take us down and we dropped 28% nearly in the cryptocurrency space. Complete sacrifice. Interesting to watch. But here's what I'm looking out for next. Okay, so that's going to be the new moon of November 23rd. Okay, let me get this marker here for you guys, and I can actually show you what I'm talking about. That's going to be coming in on... Right out there. Okay. Over that next week, sorry, it took me a minute to draw that line there for you guys. So we have a window of opportunity here on this chart. You guys take a look at this with me. Okay. The next move up, I think could be happening here shortly. We will have a little bit of a relief rally, but as you can see on this chart here that I'm showing you, 
if you zoom in, right, we're looking at a range here from 18,500 to that low that we hit of 15.6. If we do not break, if we could easily go back up to this 18,000, 18,500 level, and that is just a perfect setup for another major, major breakdown in this chart. I do not believe that we are done. And then the next window of opportunity that I'm gonna be looking at, let me just back on out to the daily chart so I can show you guys this properly. The next one that I'm gonna be looking at is going to be that full moon of December, and that's gonna be on 12-7 right there, okay? So basically we can move on up into this new moon taking place at the end of this month. One more little relief rally, not expecting us to really do anything too much exciting other than maybe extend back out to 18,000. But then we see here, that uh, we're going to be rolling back on over into that full moon energy of December. And that might be the last window of opportunity. We'll see. We're going to just take this step by step, month by month, day by day. And right now, my fundamental analysis tells me that we have not bottomed out. We have not cleaned out all the bad actors. We are not done going back down to the downside. The mass layoffs are just now beginning. 10,000 layoffs announced at Amazon. So we're not done. I'm not, I'm not trying to say, you know, I'm done with the, oh, this is going to be the final leg down. Uh, we got we to just watch what happens here. We're going to watch what the Fed does in December. Are they going to pivot? Are they going to go dovish? Um, once again, the CPI came in much lower than expected. So the markets had a little bit of a relief rally from that, but it barely pumped us. I mean, we barely went back up here to 16, 17,000 right? We're back up to 17,000 right now, but that's, um, you know, we can easily, easily guys, uh, reject back down. And I am expecting us to go down to about that 14 K level. We'll get cleared in my opinion, uh, 14 K, but then this is going to happen so quickly. This is a liquidity crisis. The exchanges will be down. So you got to have your, uh, your money, your, your money ready to go, your stable coins ready to make those orders, have those buy orders set. And we're not going to be able to trust these exchanges to actually get those orders to go through, but we'll be, you know, fingers crossed that they'll be able to get them done. But watch closely because we can do a very, very quick uh, couple wicks down to the 14K region, chill for a second, and then return back up uh, rather quickly. And that's what I'm expecting. I don't think that this is going to last long. Now, with XRP, you saw how quickly we recovered back up to the 38 cent level. That was kind of based off a little bit of hype in regards to. Uh, possibly being a settlement coming up today that obviously did not happen but this thing is very choppy right now so if xrp is going to make another quick move back down below 30 cents it's not going to last long if bitcoin you know goes down test 14k i even you know bitcoin can go down much lower than that too right i'm taking this thing day by day month by month and really moon phase after moon phase and i'm super excited to get into it with waters above tomorrow because for me I got to thank him because he helped me, uh, you know, grow my trading bag 100% over the last four months by basically just using the moon pattern, uh, you know, and, and just basically, uh, you know, taking the ups and downs that this moon phase has been giving us. But uh, I got I got to thank him because he put us onto this over a year ago, and I finally just started trading it the last four months. Right now, I told you guys I'm not trading because I don't trust these exchanges and I don't trust having Tether. So I completely got out of trading right now and I moved all of those funds to XRP and I got that XRP off of the exchange. So I'm sitting this one out on the sidelines, but 
Uh, for those of us that are looking for more buying opportunities, I'm looking right around that full moon of December is going to be an interesting one. Um, super excited to chop it up with Waters Above tomorrow. I highly encourage you guys to mark your calendars. We're going to be going live tomorrow at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, but also you'll be able to catch the recording uh, after the fact as well. But yeah, it's going to be a party tomorrow. It's going to be sweet. I'm super excited to get into all of it with him. So if you guys are uh, looking forward to that one as I am, you guys can do me a favor by smashing that thumbs up. If you want to share this content far and wide, let let all your friends know on Twitter that me and Waters Above are going to be chopping up tomorrow. It's going to be a really fun session. I'm really looking forward to it. Now, if you are looking to join my community, everything's over at my website, ZachRichter.com. And we would love to have you join us, a group of like-minded individuals committed to investing and researching this whole damn system that's in the shadows, about to roll out. We are so very close. And I'm very excited to be covering this thing the whole way through. Hopefully this stream came through loud and clear, nice and clear for you guys. And they didn't attack us tonight. I made sure to do the dance and do things properly. And we are going to be moving differently going forward because of uh, the, the setting, the vibe, the environment, the um, tension, the pressure. We have to move differently and we've adjusted and we're ready. It's not a problem. We will continue to press on. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Greatest Transfer of Wealth with your host, Zach Rector. Please remember to follow us over on Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and Rumble. To get in touch, please just head on over to ZachRector.com. You can check out all of our affiliate links and get access to our exclusive Discord community over at the website. We appreciate all of you for tuning in. And all that we ask is that you share this message with other like-minded individuals. If you appreciate the show, feel free to go ahead and leave us a five-star review. We will see you in the next one. Take care and God bless.